All right, you guys, it is your girl A and your guy J with a special guest, Special K. And welcome to the A&J podcast, you guys. Everybody say hello. Shalom. Okay. How are you? Okay. All right. We know it's been a while since we've been here to record and chit-chat with y'all, but in times of quarantine, we've got time today. So A&J podcast is coming back. And we don't have any particular topic tonight. We're just going to chit-chat, shoot the breeze, talk about current events and what's on our minds. And we're going to bring it to you in the classy way that we always do. Yeah, this is the Freestyle Wednesdays episode. (laughs) Mm. So to speak. All right. Well, before we get started, can we introduce our guest host today? Um, Kay, Special Kay. Tell us who you are. Tell us where we can find you on your socials. Hello. How is everyone? <clears throat> Special K is what I've been named tonight. <laughs> and I'll take it. But you can find me on Instagram at 4mindovermatter6. Look me up. Cash at me if you like. It's quarantine time. <laughs> Happy to be here. Pleased to be with my family. And I'm looking forward to uh, talking and seeing what's popping. Right. And just as a reminder, we do have the socials of everyone available here. Jay, if you'd like to give it away. Uh, you can find me, Jay, at Instagram, um, on Instagram at BigTalk underscore Jay. Uh, I have a newly created TikTok. There is no content there. but somebody get the TikTok. Again, it's BigTalk underscore Jay. Um, Facebook is for family, so I'm not giving that out. We do actually have a Facebook A&J podcast page, for those who don't know. (laughs) It has not been maintenance nor updated since the last podcast, so we'll get back to managing that. And of course, you guys know you can find me at APY Blog, across all social media, Snapchat, Instagram, and TikTok. And although it's fairly new, there's content there available for y'all, so make sure you check it out. And of course, for my ladies who love to shop beauty, you can check me out at APY Beauty LLC. And you can also shop directly from APYoungBlog.com or find me by going to APYoungBeauty.com. Mm. Hey. All right, you guys. So <clears throat> it's no secret that we are. That wasn't the Ronies, by the way. She just had to clear up. Oh, yeah, because I don't want. Well, I mean, it don't matter. I'm here. Like, if I did catch the Ronies, so what? What's, what's going to happen? It doesn't affect y'all. <laughs> so speaking of Ish. the Rona, you guys, we are definitely in yeah. uncertain times right now. Mm. We're seeing um, an unprecedented, um, well, well, is this really considered unprecedented? When we look at the fact that throughout history, plagues, outbreaks have occurred, I guess for us in this generation, this is new to us. But um, we yeah. definitely see that COVID-19 um really kicked off 2020 in a way most of us didn't expect. When was the last time something like this was seen? I mean, because 13 it, years ago. Well, are you talking about SARS? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, did, did SARS impact the United States like this, though? Not, I mean, because we've had... The States. And that's what I'm well, saying. Well, there's like, dispute about that, about in terms of the H1NV virus. Um, there's all sorts of different numbers. The issue here is that... A, um, the way it rolled out, I guess you can say, with this big secret cover-up in China, then it kind of exploded. Um, And I think it's making such a big deal now. 
honestly because we know about it and because there's tests. Because I'm of the firm belief that, you know, not that corona is not serious, I do believe that, but I think it's been here. And I think it's been here longer than it's been acknowledged. And we're only, all this is coming up because America feels the need to play catch up, I guess, to the other countries. They had a whole safe face and respond in the same way. And Well, I think there's a couple of things that are making this an unprecedented time in our lives because this is when anything else is taking place before we didn't have the type of 24-hour news cycle that we have now right social media we didn't have social media so things were a lot more scaled down like in the last 10 years or so social media has really exploded and blogs have exploded and they have created a whole nother form of news. Social media is the worst right now for things like this, in my opinion, Um, because like you said, there's such a traffic of flow of information. It's nonstop. And whether in the words of our illustrious 45th uh, fake news is so available and readily transferable and transmitted to everybody that without hesitation people hit that share button they hit those reposts and now there's just this influx of information and what i've come to realize over the last couple of weeks is people are more focused on the more sensationalized parts of the news versus um the whole span of the story so every time they drop these numbers about infection rates globally and infection rates you know in the united states alone they talk about the infection rates they talk about the deaths but there's very rarely any conversation or highlighting of the recoveries even though the cdc plainly states that at least 80 percent of people have recovered from this and when you look at that globally um that's a vast amount of people um but yet the focus is so severe on the severity of the disease because there are deaths um and those stories i think are easily shared and more sensationalized therefore they kind of skip the important stuff which is you can recover everyone is not going to die i do think it's important for them to stress the social distancing and all those things and all the things we should be doing to try to prevent transmission but these are things we should always be doing to prevent transmission should be doing every day right so it feels serious but it also feels sensationalized in a lot of ways and i have can personally attest the foolishness that's been shared on my timeline personally texted to me and all these things that you know created fear and anxiety for myself unnecessarily because you know the conspiracy theorists are raging the fake pseudo conspiracy theorists are raging it's a hot mess all of it the crazy thing about it too is how things go from one extreme to the next because you got the people who who don't care you got the people who don't care enough. Like, you got the people who are, are walking around in masks and gloves. Who don't need and, it and, and taking away from the healthcare workers, but I digress. You know, I, then you got the people who are standing on top of you in line who are coughing. Mm. <laughs> like, Beeping. And still yeah. being dirty and picking in their nose, not washing their hands, not sanitizing jack squat. Like, that is it's so crazy. It's no Lysol, no hand sanitizer, no Which alcohol. Which the question, what was y'all and, doing before this? And no toilet paper. No, like, none of that. Toilet paper is so critical right now. Like, I never thought I would see the day where toilet paper 
would be this critical. But this stems from the this fear of a national quarantine. And I think the thing that is so concerning about that is, A, that spread like wildfire. And it was sort of believable because you do see military presence being ramped up in certain counties and areas. But people have to understand, when the government politely asks y'all to do things like social distancing and calls it voluntary, it's voluntary until y'all don't do it. So for everybody who is concerned about a, a national quarantine, please understand, if y'all don't comply, it will become mandated at some point. But a lot of this stems from this fear of being shackled to your house for two weeks. And nobody really paid attention um, to what some of these rules and laws meant um, when people were talking about the Stafford Act being invoked. I was getting text messages like, Trump is getting ready to sign the Stafford Act. And I'm like, y'all are late. He enacted this like two or three days ago. I don't think y'all understand what the Stafford Act is. And it, you know, this is more about funding. It does give him the right to mandate um, emergency quarantining and things like that. but. I also think people are kind of um, being unrealistic in terms of they, they're they not going to let you go without TP, folks. Those <laughs> those posts, well, I mean, if everybody buys it up, it's been hard to come by. Yeah, but it's that's hilarious. because of recklessness right. and fear. But what I was, what I was getting ready to say, those posts that have been floating around for the last two, three weeks, they remind me of um, the old chain mail they used to go around like in that the email. never stopped because the, Facebook happened and all the old people are on Facebook. People were like, uh, <laughs> forward this what? on to 10 people and you'll have prosperity for the next 10 years, you know, or so. Sure. Used to be them Get, crazy. Send these money message. bags and God will bless you with a million dollars tomorrow. Like, you know, those, those things, it, it takes me back to a more primitive time, I guess is what I'm saying. But fear is ever ruling. And one of the things I think that we're seeing unfold here is A, the sheep mentality of mankind. Um, and two, the stupidity of a lot of us. And three, the selfishness of man. And unbeknownst to people because they're so wrapped up in COVID-19 there's other things unfolding that are very public information but people don't know to be looking because they're really taken in by this COVID panic and this hysteria um so it's really a scary thing to watch unfold yeah I mean I'm more scared of the the stupidity of man than I am COVID um and not that which has a patent by the way which what? is owned is a patent for this owned by the British government. You can do your own research on that. That's another story, but it's a real fact. Good lord! Oh, somebody's always going pat pat. You know, it's going to be a way to capitalize, and that's the bottom line. Um, you know, watching all of this argument over the stimulus package occur, and watching employers really jerk their employees around, and nobody having. Um, any real plans in place, any continuity, I would say, across states, because some states, some counties are ensuring that employers are required to give um, vacation time, paid time, sick time, all those things. Um, and some are not. There's no continuity there. And a lot of government officials don't want to enforce it because, oh, this will impact the businesses, but they're not worried about the people. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, landlords are still sending out messages like, well, you got to pay your rent, mm-hmm. but you should apply for any uh, government assistance you can't get. And I'm like, most people, you have to be dirt poor to be eligible for government assistance. 
on a federal poverty guideline. So a lot of people are in that in-between space where they, they're not eligible, but they need it. Um, so I don't know that telling them to go to apply for any of those things is really beneficial. And just to hear the arguments of some of these government officials and why the stimulus package is needed versus why it's not, blah, 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 so on and so forth. In short, they're really disconnected because they don't live these lives. If you look at the salary of most of these government officials, they live in a world we don't live in. Well, I think the, I think the people who are going to have to eat some of the fallout of this are going to be like the, the wealthy and the rich. Boo-hoo. They're going to have to filter down to some of the, you know, the working poor and the, the truly poor. Um, because the, the people who are going to be hurt the most are like the people who work in retail, the people who work in the manufacturing industry, stuff like that, where your job is contingent on consumers. Like, people aren't going to be wanting to go shopping right now. That's like, amazing that you say that because the, the shopping um, to shift to online has shifted. And so a lot of online businesses are finding that people are bored at home and shopping now. Is that a wise decision? Probably not, especially with the uncertainty of um, finances right now. But they can, they'll pro- That'll probably grow for the next couple of weeks but as people start to get furloughed like they're doing right right now at when that brokenness and that like, poverty settle in with, yeah like and i've been conflicted because as a business owner you know part of what i do is i have a business it's a retail business and of course i want sales but i've kind of slowed down on promoting anything because i'm considering how shipping really needs to be applied to the essentials right now I'm avoiding shopping unless it's things we absolutely need. Um, and, I th- and part of me wants to capitalize on this, but I would feel like such a trash human being if I did. So I have an ongoing sale going on, but I haven't even promoted it because it's just like it's it feels frivolous right now to even promote it. I see. And I saw something earlier that said that the, the post office may be out of business by June. Like it may, you know, all of this Corona and the fighting over these monies and all this stuff. It could really stop the postal service now. How many times have we heard that in the well, past for all, various reasons? But what's amazing to me is that a lot of things, except for within our elderly communities, which is my biggest concern, a lot of things get done online now. Um, so at a bare minimum, the essentials should still be able to be taken care of. But um, you know, they're ramping up. UPS, FedEx is hiring. Amazon. They're kind of reassigning how things get done because of this. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is creating job opportunities for people who didn't have them before. But the scary thing about that is when it's all over. I don't know if it's creating job opportunities as much as it's shifting. You know what I mean? Because those are like, if you look. Those jobs that they're hiring are almost like seasonal positions. Yeah. Like, and they're saying, you know, if you've been displaced as a result of this, meaning if your job had to shut down as a result of this and you need some bread, come work for us. You know what I mean? I mean, I think at this point, some of these companies don't care. They need to fill, they need to fill these positions. They need to fill these positions, but what... You're just going, you're just shifting buckets. You know what I mean? Like, it's not like there's an influx of jobs being created. There's a, 
it's almost like breaking even. It's a wash. Like jobs are being lost and new jobs are being right. open. So right, it's true. not like the unemployed are suddenly becoming employed. These are people who are already working who don't have the option to work who are getting yeah. different opportunities. One of the bigger things that, you know, is impacting is the children because everybody is displaced from school. So now everybody's homeschooling. Now, for those of us who are already homeschooling parents, that transition is not a big deal to us. There are many parents who are very reliant on the school system to keep their kids during the day, um, including if you're an essential worker. So that's got to be tough if you are an essential employee and now your child is home. Um, mass daycares, like daycare centers, are being shut down. They're leaving open the smaller um, home provider daycares because of the sizing, but that also is contingent upon your county and what their rules are um, because like I said there's no cohesion across the nation this is kind of case by case based on your county and state that you live in but this is being impacted in, in, in some very phenomenal ways including just reading today about the increase in domestic violence and um, there were already two deaths I think in Cook County for, of children um, because these parents are stressed um, and a lot of parents believe it or not, are not used to being around their kids for a mass amount of times because they're separated from them throughout the workday. Yep. That's no uh, shade to parents who have to work because that's just the real reality, but it's a whole different ball game now. You're home with your kid 24-7 with no break. I mean, send them outside, yes, but it's not the same as being able to go to work and focus on your tasks, come back in and focus on your kids. Well, do you think there's any positive effect that will come from this when everything is said and done once mm, i do normality whatever that means and i think that's really contingent upon who you are and what your circumstances are like for some people i've seen some beautiful beautiful um people who are re-exploring their marriages and their relationships and falling in mm. love again they're slow dancing in the kitchen they're mm. cooking meals together nice. they're sitting down and Dining as a family, which is something that does not get to happen Good often. Um, so when I see those things, I think it's a positive. I think for some people who maybe didn't have the opportunity because of demands outside of the work, I mean, outside of the house, it will allow for them to rebond with their children and spend more time with their kids. You There's know, a lot of quarantine sex happening, I'm sure. You there know, will be some Rona babies coming. So, so this, that's that's the positives. Corona new babies. I don't know about the babies aspect, but I'm so always here for increased sex. You I'm know, not gonna lie. You know what's you funny know though. <laughs> you know what's you know what's you funny. No meals. I don't know. <laughs> is uh, somebody made a post today or posted something today, and it showed like before Corona and a household of people, everybody's on their phones. After after quarantine, I think it said, or after Corona, people are out and about more. It's like be, because we've been told that we should stay in the house more because we have been told we should social distance. People actually want to get out of the house more. Yeah, nobody so likes to work now. <laughs> yeah, and I mean that's really what it is. Nobody it's like telling the child now. you can't have or right. don't touch the stuff. They want to do it. Because they've been told no. Um, how do y'all feel about that? I, I do agree that fresh air is still needed. So I think it's a good as long as there's not a lot of people in your neighborhood to walk around and do those things. But 
I don't, I, I really be giving my side eye when I see people going into public parks because you can't guarantee. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure to go outside. It's a lot of pressure. Like, even if you're out there, you're trying to enjoy your life and frolic and whatever. Like, it's a lot of pressure. Because if you're conscious and in your mind, in the forefront of your mind, you're still thinking, like, Am I could die. Yeah. You know, you like, know, and that's really. What am I bringing home? It's for people. And then I can't have, touch the doors. And when I touch the door, what can I wipe? If I wipe it on my pants, now does Corona on my pants? It's just a lot of pressure. It's it's interesting you said that because I definitely stepped of out of the house with. We went and got those chips tonight. It was a lot of pressure. I didn't know if I should touch the door with my sleeve. No, they tell you, you don't. Know what to do. They tell you don't. Too One of the pressure. things that I, I was. I, I like shared pressure. on my Instagram stories the other day as so I went with my husband to return the rental car and how I was fine while I was in the car, but I ended up having to use the bathroom and I was freaking oh, out no. because we were at the airport. Oh, so the rental area at the airport oh, is a pretty big whatever. Oh, and so God. the whole time in my mind is somebody who is very open about their mental health and their anxiety. I have trash anxiety. So... It was so heightened, and in my mind, the whole time as I'm walking to the building and my bladder is dancing, I'm like, I really gotta go, but I don't want to touch the door. Oh so then God, I'm trying to yeah. adjust my sleeve, and thank God there was a good Samaritan man who opened the door for me. And I was like, won't crazy, won't he do it? Won't he do it? And I slid through, and then the whole time I'm like, oh man, he touched the door on my behalf, and I feel bad if he catches it. Yeah, so then okay. I'm heading to the bathroom, and then it's like, dang, I gotta do this balancing act, and then wow. the, the soap, and then I slathered my hands up with soap, and then the water didn't work, and then I was saying? wrapping my hands in paper towels, opening the door, so and then on the way pee. back out, I was like, oh. It's so much pressure to urinate. It is. It's and on the way back out, I was like, function. oh, but now I got soapy hands wrapped in paper towel, and I got to open the door, and by God, there was another man outside who opened the door for me. Oh, and I mean, that only happens, I think, because I am handicapped and I have a rollator, so praise be for this disability. So I tossed the paper towels you, huh? in the trash, but when I got in the car, like, my first instinct was like, babe, there was no running water to slather me in sand, hand sanitizer. And my anxiety was so high, and later that night, at night when I'm sleeping, I was having panic attacks in my sleep. Because I coughed. And that's my problem. Literally woke me up because I coughed. I have allergies. And instead of me just thinking like you have an allergy. That's the truth. Like this is the worst time of the year for me. I have chronic allergies. I can't stand it with this from the factory. Like and so this time of year I get things that I never get I generally do not get colds and flus. I think you could attest to that. Like most of all of all of my life, my sinuses act like right. a cold or so. If I'm coughing or my throat gets sore, do I got the Rona? Is the and that's Rona the here? And, and it's too much on pressure. But this is why I think when it comes to the conversation of coronavirus and things, we gotta pipes. unplug. We really have to unplug. And I shared that on my Facebook tonight because I'm like, I see so many of y'all very well intentioned, but you're just inciting fear and hysteria. Like, unless there's something new to add, let's stop peddling it. I think it, I, I hate, I, I hate that the, there's so much emphasis that COVID is like the new hot topic. Everybody's reporting on it. It's, it's frustrating because I think things that, even though we should be all taking this seriously, I do think there's things that are being highlighted now that have been going on that are not nearly as significant as they're made out to be. 
and it causes anxiety in people. It, it's like you get a tickle in the back of your throat. You're like, oh, it, just like the girl who we watched earlier who was like, yo, your daughter got a runny nose. Keep her home. She's going to be all right. Like, you need to come when your conditions are to the point that you can't deal with them anymore. Right. Like, this is somebody who works at the hospital. She's so like, yo, don't show up, up because you got a headache. Don't show up because your nose is stuffy. I, I, like, I feel like, you know, and, you know and you're right. You're actually right. It's and, turning but, us into hypochondriacs. Right. And I, but also on another, I feel like a part of me wants to be like, how how are you going to tell people if you don't have these symptoms not to be tested? Well, Doesn't here's the deal. Because, like no, everybody I, no, no, everyone shouldn't get tested. Well, because we don't have know, the means if for you, it. They don't have the means for it. So it needs to be left for the people who actually have it. They passed but the this, no, this is also why it's so important for people to listen to the social distancing. Because even if you are asymptomatic, stay your behind in the house. Then you won't pass it on to somebody else. And it's within your household. And let that be the problem within your household, not the masses outside of your household. And if people in your household get sick, y'all deal with it and you quarantine yourselves. And if somebody is to the point where they can't take care of it at home, then you go to the hospital because that frees up resources. Because what you're going to end up doing, if you don't have the severe symptoms, you're going to be in the hospital sitting. They're turning people away. Yeah, There's yeah. not enough ventilators. There's not enough of a lot of things. So if you can manage it at home, because what I do appreciate is the stories of the people who actually have had it and are sharing openly yeah. what it's been like. Yeah. So Very there was true. a young woman who was very open. She said it was rough, but I've had a flu that was worse than this. So is it painful? Is it uncomfortable? Yes, I had headache. I'm lethargic. I'm tired. Here's the things I did to help manage and it at home without ever stepping into a hospital. Now, she did call ahead to her doctors. They did have her come in to be tested. But there's there's a way, to, a, route, a, way a protocol to follow. Right. Don't just show up in, at a time where we don't have the means to take care of everybody. So manage it at home because my question is this. For all the people I know, even Meek Mill spoke up about how he was really sick in December. I saw that. He was losing weight. Yeah. He didn't know what was wrong with him. So to me, this has been here. It's not he that, wasn't showing up at the hospital before. It's been here since the 70s, though. Like, I've just seen a doctor talk about how the, they first discovered COVID back then. Well, here's the deal. It's been beyond the 70s. Coronaviruses, period, have been around. It's this particular strand. This is like COVID, SARS, something. And so he was saying how it, mutate. when they first came across it, it was only showing up in animals. So is this, is you think this is something more sinister at play? Keep everybody in the house and let's start connecting 5G stuff Here's everywhere. my thing. Listen I don't want to Listen to me good. I'm not a conspiracy theorist. But I do operate under the belief that there's always something sinister going on with the government. I don't care whose government... And that is stemmed from my personal belief in the Bible. I'm not invoke any conspiracies. I'm what just I'm just saying asking. is there's a scripture, and I can't remember off the top of my head, where it says man will dominate man to his injury. So will. if you know your Bible, if you read your Bible, if you believe in it, because I know some people don't, you're very aware that these things, there's always something sinister mm. when the world is in Satan's hands. Period. Now, if you're not a believer and that's not your thing, that's fine. You can muster up whatever you want. So what I'm saying is for me and my understanding... There's always something sinister. You should like, and that's just the bottom line. Yeah. That's just the reality. So you should live knowing that your government doesn't have your best interests at heart. And I don't care whose government it is. Trust. So like, so that's why the, the laws and the things that get passed are never really for it's the a people. Reset. We know that. We know that. And it's 
people are acting like, you know, oh, this is so horrible. This is biochemical warfare from China or from here. And I'm like, so what? Would it really be new? Because didn't we, uh, or not we, but didn't the, didn't America get colonized with plagues? Like, seriously, like. I think it's simpler than even as much as a reset. Like, let's not forget that there's a political agenda taking place here. Primaries, well, all this know, stuff is happening. Like, this is, this could just be, I mean, and I'm not, I'm not saying that that's all that this is about, that this, is a, this doesn't come from uh, somewhat of a legitimate place to some extent, but I think people were seizing the opportunity to ride this to the, you know, the next election. Yeah. To look like the hero, yeah. to manipulate. always an agenda. And yeah. if people motive, right? understood that now, but this is also why I don't put my faith in man. I always put my faith in God and his kingdom. You. Because at the you. end of the day, man, unfortunately, cannot govern themselves. But that's a whole other conversation. Um, yeah. And if you're trying to have it, please feel free to message me and we can do that. But at the end of the day, I think when we start to pontificate upon all the possible theories and all these things that people are willing to you know spread these videos and these conspiracy theories i'm like you are not helping because it's not been going on because, for your entire lifetime because fear is real like tuskegee like are we really forgetting those trials like we really gonna forget that they were infecting black people on purpose like so many things, so many corrupt things have happened that it should not even shock you at this point if but it is happening. It seemed like that though, and I understand you're right. I agree, but you know this is it's just been ramped up so high. You cancel yeah. big money and things like sports is canceled, the Olympics is canceled. It's been ramped up so high. Major country, major states in our country that have the GDP. The last that time the there was GDP a pandemic, I honestly feel like that was nationwide. Was HIV. And honestly, only reason I say that is because at the beginning, they didn't know how it was spread. There was no understanding of where it came from. So there was a lot of fear. And I don't, there and was I don't a lot, that. There, well, from what the public understood. Right. You get what I'm saying? Like, there was the closing of the bathhouses. They closed down gyms for a good while in certain communities. There was a lot of banning of a lot of things. down a bathhouse. It was a lot of... Well, vulgar. <laughs> there was a lot of banning of a lot of things. Um, and even it had to change the process of blood transfusions and all those things. Like the healthcare system didn't know what they were up against. And so to me, I think we're seeing kind of a repeat of that. Um, because with that, they learned in time, it took a while before they realized this is transmitted through blood. Even even in that situation, it didn't shut a whole economies down. Right. Well, it didn't only because it only affected, according to them, it only affected a certain population of people, which was the gay communities. So they were more focused on that. And it wasn't until one of the first persons who wasn't a part of the gay community who, you know, got a blood transfusion, mm. that's what shifted the focus. Oh, so that's why he said it's, it's more, it's, it's people dying and never died before. It, look, listen, <laughs> I would just like to blame that on poor writing. Of I Trump's blame people. on poor him. Like, but at the end of the day, his, um, cranium, I feel like coronavirus, I think it's going to definitely shift a lot of things in this country it's a very uncertain time for a lot of people not just in this country globally and 
There's yeah. other things that are unfolding politically that people are not paying attention to because COVID yeah. is the topic yeah. of conversation. It's like misdirection. It's like a sleight of hand type of trick. But it's it like, look at this like, while my this other while hand this does this. Because people don't even realize there's summits being created right now to discuss the obliteration of religion, freedom of speech, right. uh, behavior's corpus, like all sorts of different things going on that really affect human rights yeah. so and they going hard with this like the actors coming out oh i got it the superstars coming out oh, i, I, I got don't it. deny that they have the, it and i'm not denying it either prince charles now has it but i'm and like are y'all this forward when y'all like, are catching other stuff like what like are we do we come out and like i have the influenza right and we and that's my thing it's like are we right, right. i understand and the call to the influencers to speak um, there was a doctor and a governor who kind of called out um, the bigger name influencers and, and uh, celebrities to speak on it, which is good because unfortunately the masses are really swayed by influencers and celebrities. But at the same time, I'm like, Yikes. in doing this, I think it's going to create more hysteria than what is needed. So. Um, I'm interested to see. I mean, when that's my, the point? When our three-year-old is making jokes about, you know, I have the virus, he has the virus, like, what? almost like it's a game that is getting played. Yeah, that, that, he be fake coughing and everything. He thinks it's funny. Yeah, <coughs> Listen. It, like, when that, you know, is things are just going a little bit too far. Like, yeah. we, we're getting corona to death. So, I, you know, I'm a little frustrated from that perspective that it's just all that we can hear, all that we can talk about, all that yes. we see is Corona, yes. Corona, yes. Corona. It's There's songs no, being made up to it, parodies well, being made up to it. The songs uh, I'm cool with because it's funny. You I don't know, think it's funny. We got to laugh. Find it annoying. Keep, we got to laugh to keep from crying. But it's not funny. Like, there's it's, other things it's, to laugh about. It is, we but... We were laughing about other stuff before Coroni. We, we were. Tinder and we, we've been laughing about... Tenderoni. We've been laughing about, you know, bad stuff for years. You know, you things that no weren't... songs about HIV? We, well, how do you know? Well, I'm cancer. sure somebody was. I'm sure somebody well, was. I'm sure somebody was. Or multiple scro- multiple sclerosis or anything else. Ain't nobody even making up songs about that. Look, I get it. Lippin' Cutler made a lot of board. bad jokes. I get it. A lot of a lot of jokes, but right. if it if you can laugh at something that would bring people to tears, otherwise, you know, I'm not mad at it. Everybody may not appreciate it, and that's fine. Everything isn't for everybody, and some things do go too far at times, but. It is good. Hard. It is agree. Good humor should be able to make good humor should make be here. anything funny. It should be. It's just I don't know. It's a part of me that feels like things is funny, but then when you then you know that there are people who are suffering. I don't see, and that's the problem that I have. I don't. While there, there's always people suffering. You know what I mean? Like the I think it's just highlighted more now than ever. Like. I'm not even sure that we we still are eclipsing the flu deaths. We're not. You it's know not. what I mean? It like won't. but we we continue just, to highlight the fact that corona has killed this many people when flu has been killing people forever. When there's all types of stuff out there that kills just as many if not more people 
on a regular basis that we it's never extra. bring up. More people died in in the Middle East from, from war Ooh, and whatnot. Let's talk about those silent from, militia so, strikes that let's, happened. Let's break it down even more. It's like 1,400 people that die a year on the highways in Atlanta. Trust. Oh, so yeah. <laughs> Speaking of, I when I first moved down here in 2014, it was the first time I had seen a high, yeah, because we shifted for Corona. We've given Corona enough time. Give Corona a break. Um, <clears throat> when I first moved Ronnie. down here, it was, I was getting on a 285, I believe, or maybe it was I-20, but there was a sign on the highway that was like 1,500 deaths so far this year, and what, we moved down here in July of 2014, and I was like, we, it's at I least, was shook it, okay? And after that, I really decided that I did not like driving, yeah. It's at least 100 <laughs> fatalities every month here, and it's never actually 100. It's always more. Trash. Like, I've never seen so many fatalities, but what I will say is, the other day, it rained really bad, right? Like when we returned the yeah, car on yeah. the rental car on Monday, it, it was, was pouring. It was tires, it was uh, front end, but it was in the middle of the highway. Cars everywhere. Was, like I mean, four lane highways shut down <laughs> because of accidents. Like cars, it was a. I, I saw a Dodge Ram on the, facing the opposite way of traffic. But you know like crazy? I saw a truck in a ditch. Is I lived, like, <laughs> I lived in Philly for ten years. I learned to drive in Philly. Um, and a lot of my driving was done back and forth to Connecticut from Philly. So I always had to go through New York. And I remember thinking like, New York was a bit much. Philly, I could handle, you know, the traffic in Philly, the highways in Philly, I could deal with them. New York was a little bit much, but I, I pretty much learned how to navigate that fairly easily after the first couple of runs. And I still have more anxiety in Atlanta with the driving. You better talk about it because remember when I first came to visit y'all from moving from, from Philly and came down here and I drove on the highway the first time. I have driven up and down this East Coast. I love driving in New York. Like all the zigzagging and you got to fit in where you get in. Like all of it. Like I don't have no, I've never had no problems. I done, we done done speeds up to 140, 50, almost 60 miles an hour. No issue. But when I got on the highway here, it was a total overload of my anxiety. Yeah, it just felt like Atlanta. intense because there's so many different people from different so many places. different places yeah. with so many different driving styles mixed in with, uh, I think it might be a little more lenient with alcohol and a little bit more free with gun rights. And I think, think people may have a little bit more of a... Uh, you know, you, you bust in front of me if you want to. Like, you know, I don't know what I, it is. I recognize but that just, living in everything Atlanta. Everything was just intense. I can do it today. I ain't a problem. But that first, the first two trips, man. Living in Atlanta has truly impaired my, my driving. It has really increased my anxiety with driving. And I didn't realize it until I was, I started catching a train here for work. And yep. when I had to go back to driving, I let my husband do it because I realized, like, I really have a lot of anxiety getting on the highway. I'm comfortable, though, when I go back to Philly. Like, I can navigate just fine. But, but when I'm here... Slow. Ooh, we need to qualify all of this by Philly. saying... We, we lived in Philly. Me, me and you have lived in Philly our whole lives. You lived there for over a decade. And Philly has the school cool, which is horrible. 
where, Lincoln, where Drive. Lincoln Drive. Lincoln Drive. Shout out to you. shout out to Teddy Pendergrass. Listen, <laughs> but you know what's crazy? <laughs> it's like, knowing, that, knowing that's the where death his Rolls Royce got tore up over there on Kelly Drive. Highway alone, right? Lincoln Drive. Lincoln knowing Drive, the death Kelly rates Drive. of that Kelly Drive alone. I can't even tell y'all because my gr- my good good girlfriend, shout out to Court, used to live up that way and I used to have to take that route to get to her house. It never put any fear in my heart. Like I was whipping through there. Now what about God um, forgive me when I had smoked a blunt or two. And was whipping through there like it was nothing. And it never I wasn't Manny pressed, Young, I wasn't concerned. We got the we you go to yes. Manny Young, the streets is so narrow. You go to Southwest and like and little South mini Philly. San Francisco right. with the hills like, and stuff. Like it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's streets where the people who live there got to park on the curb. They so and narrow. And with all but. of that, I still have more stress driving. I've and seen I, a car I split in half on City Line Avenue. I've seen a car. The first time I ever saw so cute. The first time I ever saw a car on his roof it is. was an Isuzu Trooper on on the expressway. I'm going northbound. It's coming southbound on the roof. Coming down that joint, like that's the first and the only time I had ever seen a car until I got here. Yeah, we. And then and I was see a car on the roof like it's nothing we've seen. at an intersection. That I, it's crazy to me to see SUVs the cars coming the wrong direction like, flipped and flipped over. on its top. Well, you, we saw the the truck on the highway the other day coming back. It was face. It was facing oh, the wrong direction. Remember the Malibu. The exit. The Malibu we saw. We I'm driving in the um, carpool lane. It's a Malibu note that's just sitting there turned to the side. There's no other car there, no other damage. We go up a little bit further. So the front end of somebody's car is it's now in the, the carpool lane. Yes. Like th- then we go a little bit further. Th- that's the Dodge Ram I was talking about facing the and opposite. We, and we've lived down way. here for what six years. And and, th- and all of this is after we saw. I'm still adjusted. What, what was it? The the, sh- the little Chevy truck. In the ditch, after we left the airport, like it's It's insane. Like when it's like things happen, accidents down here happen spontaneously. Me and you saw that that peach, uh, a Mustang. Trust that just. Just oh my God! You ever tell that story? Speeding down Panola behind us, acting as V six. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna call it out. This Mustang with a six cylinder, one exhaust out the back. Brand new. This bull behind us zigzagging. Oh, he just gotta get around this. This he gotta get around this minivan so badly, and he did. We crossed the light. We all crossed the light at the same time. He get down the road. Everything is fine. He's on the right. He's in the right lane. We in the left lane. He's you know however many feet in front of us. All of a sudden. He go all the way from the right lane to the left lane to across the lanes to the left to the right lane and end up like swerving. Did he like do a swerve and a he tried to he tried size? to swerve to avoid this old head in the S10. The old head, what was that? That was like a fifteen hundred. Trust the old head bull tries to swerve to avoid him smack and they that, both end smack up that. smacking Excuse each other. Excuse me. And his Excuse his fifteen hundred hit the rear of that Mustang, spun him around, Mustang, and put him to a stop. The Mustang look was was trash. side airbags out, front airbags out, whole car just airbagged so out. So basically, if you're even considering moving to Atlanta, well, don't. That old head in the fifteen hundred 
No, you sure? had no damage. None. None. You know, he was shook up at best. The only time I've ever driven and felt like it was comparable to Atlanta, I know this is going to sound so random, it's Jersey. Jersey got the worst Jersey. Drivers. Jersey really no. has the worst drivers. Jersey That's because is, the layout is so confused and they don't know what to do. Jersey like, is like, now look, South Jersey is one thing. When you go to North Jersey, it's a whole nother ball game. I'm not talking about up Newark. I'm talking I'm, about when I used to I'm go to Stallone. You, I used, when I used to go to North Jersey... That's a whole different animal. Like, when we used to come down the street, you don't got a stop sign at the intersection, but it's two stop, stop signs crossing right. your path. If you don't blow your horn when you come through there, your car can get ripped in half. Like, because it's like that. Because the people who got the stop sign is coming through the stop sign like they ain't got no stop sign. Trust. And then the street is filled with potholes. You got the the boys that still in the cars. You got the gangbangers. Yeah. You got the drug dealers, and you All got I'm the auto theft task force out there slamming the running. Willfully going into Jersey because there was a time where I was leaving the studio and accidentally got on that bridge and went the wrong way. And it was right after I got my license, but willfully driving into Jersey. Yeah, you used to worry when you first got your license too. I see you We gonna lose mirrors. <laughs> You but um, I didn't lose a thing. But you, I'm gonna run through stop signs too. Like, um, <laughs> I just remember driving. That, that this we've come a long way. We picked up Stallone, and I was taking her back to the crib. Shout out and to Sylvester. And I'm just like, what is going on <laughs> with the driving? And this was before, like, I had really done my first road trip to Connecticut or anything. So I wasn't, I still wasn't well versed in anything besides driving around Philly. But Jersey is comparable with the drivers Jersey down here. And I'm like, oh, and when I remember first when we were down here being on no, I 20, I was like, this is like driving in South Jersey. Jersey is what you Believe can compare it not, to, but it's not comparable to you, Atlanta. You know what? What's really is. comparable is Delaware. Believe it or not. You go in Wilmington, <laughs> Delaware. You yeah. will, cars will come out of nowhere, yeah, run through red lights, yeah. run through drugs. stop signs. It's not drugs. The baby. only difference is yeah. it's a lot more. Yeah. It's a lot more yeah. going on here. It's not as much going on in Delaware. Yeah. But the the craziness, like yeah. here, the here craziness. You, <laughs> yeah. Here Wilmington you, is at the top of that murder rate. You get the like, aggressiveness. Yeah. The uh, you get the unnecessary aggressiveness. And you get the I wish you would. I wish you would step from me. I stand, I pull around over and pop that trunk and I blow you away. I wish you, you would. And you get the. I don't know if it's I'm like, doing 40. I don't care if you're doing 50. I'm merging. Yeah. And if you hit me, shame on yeah, you. Exactly. And if you hit me, shame on you because I done heard those commercials on the radio and I'm going to get me some money. I've seen too many. <laughs> It, it, Mack trucks are everywhere <laughs> down here. Yeah. The truck, tractor trailers, all that stuff. True. I've seen too many of them cut off on the highway. I think like, for me, I've and seen that's people's the thing. Coming down here, there's a lot eyes. more trucks than I've ever it's experienced. It's um, <laughs> behind the wheel. Let me tell you, I, a, I remember the arrogance. I realized when it was like nothing I'd ever seen before. When I was getting on the highway, I was getting on 285 one day off of Covington. And I, this little behind car is like speeding behind me. Mm -hmm. I can see it coming. And this little car cuts Honda. in front of me, right? I don't know what kind of car it is, y'all know I'm terrible mm -hmm. cars. But the car cut in front of me to, you know, merge onto the highway. Mm -hmm. But it was in the core. It literally mm -hmm. cut in front so of a Mack truck. Ultima. It cut in front of a Mack truck, but what made this was so bad Brilliant. was that 
this car was speeding so bad to get onto the highway that you, you slammed, it the slammed the brakes in front of the mm. mat truck. And I really thought this car was about to get run over. And in my You're mind, right. I'm like, oh, my God, I'm about to witness a death on the highway. And But it was like absent-mindedness. They, they didn't even care. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, I did it. I got on. And now this mat truck has to slow down. And this mat truck is honking its horn. And I literally paused merging because I'm like, if this is about to be an accident, I don't want to be on the heels of this. I don't want no shrapnel hitting me in the face. Like, I'm going to let this play out. I thought this car... Life was finished, and I'm just like the stupidity and of then, y'all down here. It's then, the arrogance. You hear the jingles on the radio, and it's the we power. will get you two hundred, one hundred, three hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> and anything from the back is automatically your fault. And it, it's, it's the arrogance. It's also everybody has. And I pop my glove compartment and blow it away. A Challenger, a Charger, I'm a Camaro, a Mustang, mm. or a large SUV mm. uh, in any Tahoe, shape, form, or fashion. Denali. The XL, the the Denali, the Suburban, the Expedition. Uh. Every now and then, an excursion. I'm about to say that excursion. Like, there's nothing but monster trucks and <laughs> muscle cars, right? That aren't so muscly, right? But uh, going nowhere fast. But everybody's in a rush to get there. Like, you don't see a lot of Crown Victorias here. That's just this is a hood car at home, huh? Well, you know, you see the Crown Vicks, well, but they're the they're the club cars. You see a lot of Impalas out well, here. We do see a, a different lot of story from Impala to a Crown Victoria to but a Grand Marquis. Yeah, you see, but you, yeah. you see yeah. a lot of. You do see a good number of Crown Vicks and uh, uh, Grand Marquis, but, but more no, Crown Vicks than Grand Marquis. Ain't nothing scarier. Ain't nothing more frightening. Ain't nothing put fear in your heart. Ain't nothing makes you inhale and exhale at the same time than that Chevrolet Caprice. <laughs> With them little blue lights on the roof. Because it is a cop car. (laughs) With them little blue lights on the roof that look like a little devil horns at night. In the daytime, they almost invisible. Down here, you do see a couple of them that are privately owned, but they're like exclusively cop cars. Those caprices are only for the most affluent areas in the country. Now that we have about 10 minutes to go on this episode, I do want to put Damn. a question out to the audience. Damn, we'll shut it down. Because I really want to make, well, not <laughs> to shut it down, but okay. you know. It'll cut it, it off. It'll cut off, you know All what right. I mean? But um, I don't know I'm new to this. Here's the deal. When it so, gets good, it shuts it down. Shout out to my bloggers. America. Shout Ooh. out to my bloggers and my podcasters, Shayla and shout Jamie of Plus and the DMV. Jamie. Because they recently did a podcast with Sid Jackson. Sid Jackson said something. I don't know. He was a porn blogger. Sid? Me, that's my opinion. Wow. Um, you say Sid? Sid. S I D. You say a porn blogger? No. What? What'd no. Don't don't do that. Don't oh, do. I'm don't sorry. Do that. I'm sorry. No, Jamie Sid. and Shayla Sid. are bloggers and podcasters. Shayla, that's the la- plus in the DMV <laughs> podcast. They are women, and they recently had a podcast which they will be playing back this week, from what I know. Where they featured um, a mental health advocate, allegedly. His name is Sid, um, who came to talk to be Jelani's show. Sid no, the kid. no. He came. No, it's be Jelani's show. Sid the kid. Remember that? He had the, the microphone. Can we focus? I'm sorry. Thank you. I'm sorry. Science this is a real plug for them, and I don't want it to get messed up. I'm joking. <laughs> but um, Plus in the DMV hosted this show with Sid Jackson. 
and they're going to be playing it back and i think it's important for people to listen because a lot of the feedback that was given to them was done in private and not in public and they want the public feedback and basically he shared with the show all the reasons men are jackasses when it comes to relationships um and supposedly he was coming with the answers (laughs) as to why the damaged man dates broke just perpetuates this cycle of brokenness, blah, 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 so The so, damaged man? Yes. What does that so, mean? So, the damaged man, the man who... That's a topic. Emotions, well, what I'm saying is, know. here's the deal. I need y'all to make sure you listen to that podcast when they run it back. It's plus in the DMV. And please leave your public and open response to them. Because I, um, in a live the other day that I was having, I shared my feedback with them. And while I appreciated his candor and his honesty about all the reasons why men were broken, I felt like it was a lot of scapegoating, <laughs> okay. a lot of excuses, okay. and a lot of um, not I taking responsibility for the foolishness. I, I, so I want y'all to make sure you support my gals over at Plus in the DMV. With eight minutes left. Well, you I'm can. saying we can we can do a second I, I, show, I'm not but broken, I wanted to but put, I got some cracks in. Me. I want to put like a that out there so that everybody understands to tune into Plus Stay in the DMV. Tune in you can plus find the them at Plus in the DMV. I think I'll follow um, y'all. They also have a Instagram page as well as their own personal blog pages. Um, and I'm going to be doing a guest spot with them at some point in the future. But I want to make sure that you guys listen to this particular podcast because I was over it. I really was. Well, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm going to say this. Okay, though. go ahead. Now say this what is... I'm going to say. <laughs> I, I'll follow suit. <laughs> I'm, she I'm said not going she was over it. I'm not going to touch what she just brought up because I have a lot more to say about that. But we'll do that too. Don't worry. I just wanted to say, hey, y'all. We uh, the A and the A&J podcast is coming back. It is we, never left. We, we we never left. We got that fire. And we've been we've been sitting, we've been tooling, we've been tooling. You know, uh, what was it? Think tanking, mm. getting our minds right, trying to figure out how to continue to make our show pop to give it, make it a little bit more better for y'all. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, that somebody wanted to hear us and know when we was coming back. Always, yeah, shout out to Shayla and Jamie for asking the other Shayla. day. And I always appreciate the love that's shown when we announce the next podcast is coming. Yo. To all y'all who have been faithful and loyal followers, thank you. Tell a friend and tell a friend. Thank you. So keep coming back because we want to we wanna feed y'all. Definitely. And we want to feed We want to nourish y'all. We don't want to just feed y'all. We no, you're hungry. And we don't want, just want to be corny like some no. of these other folks out here just talking about any old BS. thing or, or chasing the, chasing the, the waves. Like, we, we want to be organic. We want to be natural. We want to be ourselves. And we also we, like some sponsors from some drink companies. So, yeah, uh, shout I, out to I will take sponsors from anybody who isn't Selling sex or tobacco. True, right, true. So, and if you uh, are selling sex and no, tobacco, keep that on back page. Mm-hmm. Keep that on back page. However, for mind over matter six, oh I will support God, things that are not too vulgar. But any, but I, I, I digress. Yes, please. Uh, do <laughs> quickly. Like we, we, we do. We love the follow the the sponsorship. We love to grow our following. And we love that 
people love us back. You know, we, we want to keep it. we, we want to keep sure giving do. y'all content, but we want to give y'all substance. We want yeah. quality over quantity. And we definitely so. want to be able to provide an alternative um keeping it clean and, so and that it's not it's something you can play in your car safely. You know what I mean? You ain't got to worry about classy, the kids. San Diego. And keep an eye on A cuz she will be popping up on other people's podcasts, probably I not me. me. I'm I, I'm on anti-social media, so I, I'm on no media. Can, can, can y'all just let? I'm. We're gonna put a poll in in my story since we got oh, time today and we're home. Um, but yeah, yeah, like if people don't under, I mean, no, y'all understand, but Jay don't understand how he's really a part of the brand. He is a P Young blood brand. I understand because like, I go everywhere you go. Oh, speaking of, next episode, we are going to get into Roland Ray. So y'all going to make sure you tune in no, for our... Uh, yeah, we no, are. We life. are. I'm definitely giving right. it. It was no, we, given. We need to get on them Nobody teams. needs to give I want to get into a lot of things that I'm seeing on Nobody needs media. to give <laughs> that no. long track, ridiculous hair and them Ooh. Cardi B fake red nails Ooh. life. Coronavirus. Like, no, he's, he's, he's entertainment. He's not entertainment. Which at is all. what we need to talk about I'm on the next podcast. Is when does it stop becoming entertainment and when does he's it just very Roman entertainment? Like when the lion eats the spec the eats the person. Gonna, and, like know, we're gonna get into these topics and what I would love to do is tell you guys of course to follow the A and J podcast Instagram page. I'm not hating um, on nobody get their coins. And though. we're gonna run some polls on the A and J podcast page, but as well as the APY blog page so we can get feedback use. on the content you guys would like to see from us. Um, I know y'all love when we share, you know, the booed up relationship cool. stuff. But we definitely have a lot to offer. We have a lot of experience in life we've had. And I think what I want to do is play with the 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 form of the show a little bit. There's a thing now. Micro podcasting is a thing. And I think we I Many think episodes. I think it suits hour. us because oh. we don't we don't necessarily need to hit y'all in the head with a full hour. Or I we think, could, you know. I mean, we can when the inspiration strikes, but I think y'all will love us in 15 to 20 minute segments. Yeah. 10 minute segments if we really got something to say. And we can give y'all more of that than we can more one hour. More episodes. Yeah, All right, so, I feel that. I feel so that. I think that's the direction that we're going in for 2020. And we are at two and a half minutes left, so... I think it's time to just shout out and just show any additional love we have to give. Definitely. So um, let's say shout out, first of all, to my newest brand partnership with Dia and Co. Um, for reaching out to your girl and partnering with me as their first, um, one of their first official brand ambassadors. I appreciate the love. Um, what about our fellow bloggers, um, the fellow husband and wife bloggers? like? Oh, Be- Tiff and Scoop. So beauti- Beautifully Me. Um, her and her husband have their podcast show, um, their YouTube station as well, which is Tiff and Scoop. You also might want to check out Where the Colliers, which is by fellow blogger L.Dub yes, on Instagram. They family. Um, and who else do we know that has some podcasts? Who's Plus the couple? DMV, we, we should shout at them out. What's the couple that do the thing in the kitchen and they like cook? Oh, Kitchen and they Table do the Talk. Fun. Definitely yeah, check yeah, them yeah. out. Check them out too. Um, and if you guys know of other couple of podcasts, but I also would like to shout out, although they're not a couple. Um, it's my boy Jetty Eight Track from Philly. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And Shout I, I cannot remember off the top of my head. It's Positive Vibes Only. That's the name of their show. They're based on SoundCloud, but check them out. Um, 
And of course, if you guys have podcasts that you like and you love and you want to share them with us so we can plug them, we would love 